time has come for drag queens to save the world. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars is back on Paramount Plus, and for the first time ever, I want you to use your talent for good for a change. <laughs> Eight iconic queens are competing for the charity of their choice. This is how you do drag. Who will slay it forward, win cash for their favorite cause, and a coveted spot in the Drag Race Hall of Fame. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. New season streaming May 17th exclusively on Paramount Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply. What's up, everyone? Welcome to PopCulture.com's group chat, where we talk about all the reality TV news that we care about and you really need to know. I am one of your hosts, Anna Rumor. And I'm Jameson Brown. And I'm Victoria Magadami. We have a lot to get through this week. Obviously, there's a lot going on in the world right now, but we're going to stick to mostly lighter subjects. And <laughs> for that, <laughs> for this week, that means a lot of Bachelor and Bachelorette news. Uh, we've also got some the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills trailer just dropped, and that did not disappoint, which is thrilling for those of us who have, you know, been really disappointed in that show for <laughs> a couple of seasons. And there is more about the Vanderpump Rules wedding special to get into. So let's kick off with The Bachelor. We are soothsayers. Last week, we said that it wouldn't be very long before Peter and Madison broke up after that crazy <laughs> finale. And what do you know? The day that our episode went live, they broke up. Guys, we're yep. geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are we really shocked? They looked like they had no chemistry on after the final rose you could tell madison was just like even if i attempted to make this work barb would not ever let it happen i mean it was bound to happen i'm just i'm, I'm kind of glad that they just rushed and went ahead and like called it quits versus like trying to pretend that this was actually going to work yes agreed i'm i'm very happy that they just immediately like this isn't working for anybody and we're just gonna rip the band-aid off and call it a day I thought it was hilarious. It was only two days later, and it, it makes me look back and, you know, watching some of those segments again, knowing that they would break up two days later. I kind of wonder, did they ever really get back together? It seems like maybe they just decided to be civil for that after the final rose, but it doesn't look like either of them really wanted to fight for that relationship in the first place, and maybe they just needed no. some kind of ending for the season. Well, you gotta think, too, when they stopped when they stopped taping, when all of that drama went down, I mean, that was a couple of months prior to, you know, when they saw each other again on after the final rose, I think like what, maybe two months. So yeah. I think that they've had time to digest what actually happened. And, you know, they're both going back to their families and, but you know what? I, I will say like Peter, <laughs> Peter was arguing his mom. He's like, mom, I love her. Okay. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that was just for show or if because he felt that way. And then Madison was like, Ugh, this ain't going to work out. <laughs> I don't think he felt that way at all. I feel like he was just trying to come off as a good guy at the end and have some kind yeah. of fairy tale ending instead of the ending just being like, well, never mind for everyone. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. Dude, how disappointing would that be to have an entire season dedicated around you and then have it completely fail like that? Well, that's happened before. I forget the name of, was it Brad Womack? I think it was. Um, his season, he ended up not picking anyone um, yeah. on his season. and But he did that kind of dramatically at the end as opposed to getting engaged to someone and then just being like, well, never mind to you, and then finding 
yourself pursuing another woman and her being like, no, thanks. And then you just sitting on the stage with Chris Harrison (laughs) saying, well, I'm single again. (laughs) Yeah. That would just be so disappointing. Like I'd be, if that were me, I don't know. I'd be so disappointed. Like I came on the show for a couple of things. Okay. Let's be honest. But I I came on here to find love too. (laughs) No, please. Peter had no intention of finding love, in my opinion. He's such a Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. He had zero intention. He was on this show for more followers, and that's it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I I mean, mean, if you look at the rumors about his behavior, he's quite the womanizer, apparently. And his mom even outed him on that. Yeah, yeah. And he never tried to make a real connection with any of those women, in my opinion. he I never saw anything really emotional happen between him and any of the women on his show. And they got a bad rap for being not a great cast. But I wonder how they would do with a different Bachelor, because, my God, he just kind of mm-hmm. seemed checked out from day one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. With the whole, like, Hannah coming back deal and then, like... Yeah, I mean, they, I think all the women on there felt very second nature. And then you throw in, oh, I cannot remember her name. You know, the girl Which that one? he knew, the girl that he knew before going Oh, on. Kelly. Kelly. Uh, for some reason, I wanted to call her Caitlin. Um, <laughs> yeah, Kelly. K names. Uh, yeah. I mean, they all kind of run together at this point. But, yeah. I mean, I, if, I, if it were me, I'd be like, okay, wait, hold on. You called your ex-girlfriend to come back, and we've got a girl in this house who you – like kind of know, like going into right. this, it just kind of makes all the other women be like, well, why are we even here? <laughs> to Let's just narrow it down to other. Hannah and Kelly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to get drunk and fight. <laughs> Got oh, it. Well, speaking of Hannah B, Hannah Brown, it's so weird how we still call them by their first name and last initials, I know. even though, it, but Hannah Brown has some maybe interesting relationship news herself. She and Tyler Cameron, the runner-up on her season, have been hanging out a lot uh, since the Mm -hmm. death of his mom. She went down to his hometown in Florida for the funeral and to hang out for a few days there. And now she's back there doing her self-isolation with Tyler. So did maybe her season had a happy ending just like a year later? I mean, listen, with his whole thing with Bella Hadid not working out and then – or Gigi. Who is he with? Gigi Hadid? One of the D- yeah, Hadid. Gigi Hadid. Yeah, Gigi Hadid. One of the Hadid. <laughs> Why is every person's name running together today? It's because we've Gigi been stuck Hadid. at home for six days. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so his whole thing with Gigi Hadid like fell off the face of the earth and then her whole life fell off the face of the earth and then obviously her and Peter were never going to happen again. I just feel like are they resorting back to each other because it's like kind of comfortable or is this actually I mean like I don't know as a woman looking at Tyler I'd be like totally intrigued but (laughs) right not like either of them are settling or anything they're both looking people (laughs) yeah I don't know what's going on there. I was wondering, actually, because, you know, his mom died, which is tragic. And then Mm -hmm. her brother, her little brother, revealed the other day that he uh, suffered an overdose at the beginning of the month. And that's kind of when they started, That which was two days after his mom died. So I'm wondering if they're kind of trauma bonding right now, where they both Mm -hmm. have had really difficult situations. And I did feel like they really had love for each other during the season. Their chemistry and their connection seemed legitimate so i wouldn't be surprised if they were leaning on each other during this difficult time and 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 why not have a quarantine buddy (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> they seem to have several quarantine buddies, according to a video that they posted. It was a TikTok video that they posted recently of them dancing by the pool. And I'm like, I would love to be stuck there where it's sunshiny yeah. and warm next to a pool with a group of cool people. Yeah. Yes, please. They are living their best lives. I'm full in favor of them getting together and and forever Same here. for out long. But, you know. Yes. Forever. I maybe. would like Wouldn't, to see them together. That would be a wild kind of plot twist in Bachelor Nation if they got back together now and then they really stayed together and got married because then it would be another Bachelor Nation marriage but not really through oh, the show. Yes. That would be something I could sign up for, for sure. That would be fascinating because it would be like, well, this process works, but not really. <laughs> you know what's crazy is like looking at all of these contestants and looking at this show, this show as a whole, and even like Love is Blind, you're like, these people are idiots, literally idiots. And then you can't stop watching. And then now that the season is done, I am still very fascinated and very interested in what Hannah and Tyler are doing. Like- Oh my god! Well, absolutely. Not. Oh, I am <laughs> not. I, am, I have to chime in. I I am not of this camp. I Hannah B. I am over it. She needs to go away. So does Tyler. Go away. Give us something new now. Oh, they see, are I giving felt, us something new. I felt that way They're when they kept really- being on TV and when they kept being on like Dancing with the Stars and coming back for the season. I was like, oh my gosh, go away! But now that they're kind of surreptitiously being filmed and being paparazzied together i'm back on the train i needed a little element of mystery in my life and they're giving that to me (laughs) and what was that word that you used surreptitiously yeah i love (laughs) your vocabulary (laughs) anna is the queen at the most random (laughs) extravagant words (laughs) i've just been reading the dictionary since i've been stuck at home now (laughs) i feel like you have though i love it so much surreptitiously anna and I think quarantine is getting to your head because you don't, you don't want, we don't want Hannah B back in the spotlight. Come on, I, I had a, oh I had, a te- I had a teammate here, and now I'm solo. So I need something to happen. I need something. Yes. I need love. I need love. In this news cycle. But speaking of people being stuck at home, what a transition. Uh, yes. There has been. I know. Guys, bear with me. Uh, There has been (laughs) another really interesting Bachelor development with The Bachelorette. Uh, Claire Crawley was named as The Bachelorette. She and her guys were fully announced. They were preparing to start filming last Friday, which was March 13th. And then they announced that obviously amid the coronavirus pandemic, they will not be filming at all with the date being TBD. So that's, mm-hmm. that's you know, everything's getting postponed, whatever. Not great, but that doesn't really stand out until you start to think about the ramifications about this for the season. So mm-hmm. these guys have already been announced. ABC did take them down after announcing them once they found out that they would not be filming. But mm-hmm. now Claire knows who all these guys are and all the guys know who each other are. Before they've ever Ooh, met, which is a huge part. Yeah. So they, is ABC going to recast some people? Or are they going to go forward with all these guys? Yeah, because they, then they can like start ooh. stalking on the internet each other. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would think they, well, I mean, I would, I would recast, but that, I mean, yes, that sucks. Oh, for I the, would be pissed. The, yeah. That sucks for the people who were, who were cast. I mean, that's not a very, very fair to them, but 
it kind of leaves it open right now, right? It does. And Mike Fleiss, who was the creator of The Bachelor, um, he said that it's not too late to apply to someone on Twitter. He kind of, you know, his Twitter is not super accurate all the time. He tends to mess with people. But maybe they are still looking for people to cast. And how are they going to cast them if they're not flying out to L.A.? Is that, are they going to do Skype interviews? I mean. Yeah. <laughs> the- <laughs> Ooh, these are great questions. And I don't then know a why second- I never thought of this. Oh, I've, I just have had too much time on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, and another one. I'm just twiddling my thumbs over here. Just twiddling my thumbs thinking about The Bachelorette, guys. I'm fine. Yes. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another question I have, though, is how this timeline is going to work out. Because if they were going to start filming, filming's about two months long. Her premiere would have been about the end of May, middle of May. But the way things are... If we're going into quarantine for, you know, months, filming could maybe start around, maybe start around June with then that premiere getting pushed back to August and a finale in like October. So what's going to happen? What's going to happen to Bachelor in Paradise? They're not going to air them at the same time because then you don't get to pull the people from the Bachelorette to be in Bachelor in Paradise. Would they air Bachelor in Paradise during the fall slash winter (laughs) <laughs> and then what happens to Dancing with the Stars? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I think they're going to have to ditch it. Yeah. I, well, I will say, I think that what they're going to have to do, I mean, like, maybe I'm being too serious for this, but I think what they're going to have to do is, like, figure, like, the networks are going to all have to come together because they're going to have to reschedule everything. Like, that's just the reality of it. They're going to have to reschedule absolutely everything. So what this, I think, in my prediction, this could potentially pose – a complete like almost flip-flop of Bachelor and Bachelorette and then Bachelor and well, let's forget about Bachelor in Paradise for a second. So like right. they might you know how that. we're typically Yeah, like you know how we're typically used to the Bachelor kind of airing around the winter time, you know? Yeah. Like they might just flip-flop everything. And then I think that they probably would ditch Bachelor in Paradise. Like the things that they don't have to do. But then again, I don't know if if ditching it if they're losing out on more money by ditching it or if they just got to figure out how to like scramble everything together so that they can get money. I mean, I right. Well, and, and bachelor in paradise only takes about two weeks to film. So it's quick to film, but when would it air? That would make any sense. I don't, I don't know. I'm like, I'm like that, uh, that always sunny gif of Charlie with the, Strings oh, yeah. over here with the yeah. like, When could it be? Oh, it can't be a place. I don't know. I just I, I feel like they're gonna have to drop something, and I'm totally with you on the flip flop, which would totally yeah. throw off my. You know, watching The Bachelor in in summer feels wrong to me. I, I would wait, be Anna. Very when 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 do they actually start filming Dancing with the Stars? Because it typically it premieres in the fall, but when do they start filming it? Or it's live. Mm. Never mind. I'm it's sorry. live. Well, they, yeah. they, they yeah. have a couple. They have a couple weeks before that. Yeah, there's like yeah. a month, like a yeah. month before, right, where they like train or get yeah. to know each other, all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. So they have they have training before then, but I mean, uh, you could technically do the dancing training in in social distancing terms, if you True. and your partner were both negative. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say if they got them tested. This is they such got them a tested, weird time. <laughs> I think, though, that either the networks are going to – like, we're just going to have to completely rearrange our schedule a little bit, like, on how we watch certain shows, and they're going to start, like, a new platform on that end, or they're going to try their best to get everything 
back to normal because you know that there are going to be people out there that are completely griping if something is not where it used to be prior to all of this. Yes, that is me. That is me. You cannot mess with my TV routine. I will lose it. (laughs) Anna, prime example number one. Listen, like for we, me, we don't I have could much. care less, but like I, I'm like okay, like if I'm used to watching Dancing with the Stars on Monday, Tuesday night, and you roll that over to you know Thursday or Wednesday, Thursday, like whatever. But I know that there are plenty of people out there who are super particular with that stuff. So I don't know. That's a very interesting question as to like how these networks are going to reschedule. Yeah, I mean, they changed Keeping Up with the Kardashians from Sunday to Thursday, and I almost rioted in the streets. So <laughs> I'm with you. Listen. I appreciated that they finally moved it to the week because (laughs) I was real sick of having to cut into my Sunday just to watch the Kardashians. And I love the Kardashians, but I'd rather them do it on a weeknight. Listen, my TiVo gets very confused when you make a TiVo. What is that? (laughs) Who is a TiVo anymore? Oh my God, I'm a million years old. It's not what it is. It's a DVR. I was was just about to say TiVo. Wow. TiVo. My goodness. That's like me just saying that I binged something. Ancient right now. My goodness. Okay. I don't have a TiVo, everyone. I'm not like making sure this with an abacus or something like that. My goodness. <laughs> there uh, she is with the words again. I love it. God. Well, well, I'm reeling from that. We need to take a break while I kind of reevaluate how old I am. Um, <laughs> I swear to God, I'm only 27. Okay. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. The new trailer just came out, and thank God it did in these dark times. And then Vanderpump mm-hmm. Rules is the darkest thing that I've ever seen, and that wedding was an atrocity. So we'll talk about that after the break. CBS Sunday, after the Equalizer. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. It's the season finale. Everyone's looking for something. Of Tracker. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. I survive. You make quick, smart decisions. If you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. CBS season finale Sunday after The Equalizer on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. All right, we are back, and we are talking that Real Housewives of Beverly Hills trailer. Last year's season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, to put it delicately, sucked. I hated it. I only watched about like 30% of it and then just read <laughs> recaps because it was just a, oh, it was a slog. It was so hard to get through. But the new trailer just came out yesterday with uh, the new housewife, Garcelle. And it looks yeah, so I'm interested in her. Good. She seems hilarious. Uh, she mm-hmm. looks fabulous and rich, which is what I want out of Beverly Hills and super <laughs> shady. They were talking about mm-hmm. uh, tarot cards and, and fortune reading, and they panned her. She's the first African American uh, housewife in Beverly Hills. And she goes, That seems like some white people BS, which is like, Yes, <laughs> yeah. this is what we want. And then at it's one point true. she says, she's like, I'd like to say thank you to my best friends, but some of them not so much looking at the group. So oh, I am like, I know. Wait, Anna, did, you, uh, did was that Camille I saw pop up there at the end a little bit? Like a oh, second? yes. So we yes. have appearances this year from Camille. Kim Richards is back. Oh, my God. I love her. Eileen yep. Davidson, uh-huh. Adrian Maloof. They're all back. And Brandy Glanville, who... 
might not be a housewife. She's still a friend of this year, but she is going to be the center of some major drama. I know that we've been following it in kind of the underground news <laughs> for a while, but the rumor that Brandy Glanville and Denise Richards were having an affair under Denise's husband, Aaron Fipper's nose. We weren't sure if it was going to get filmed, but it looks like it's a central tenant of the season, and I'm so excited. Dude, they're my favorite. I know that you're all about the New York cast, but let me tell you, I'm all about the Beverly Hills cast. They are my favorite. I cannot wait. I watched this trailer the other day, and that whole thing between uh, Lisa and Denise when they were sitting on the couch. Yes, oh my God. Talk about a very awkward moment. Oh my gosh, yeah, because Lisa calls out Denise Richards for sending a cease and desist letter about something mm-hmm. that we'll find out about. And just Denise looks Denise's so pissed. Pace, she's like, well, got caught. I don't know how to back out of this right now. I'm just going to sit here. And then she goes, who told you? And Lisa was like, oh, you're so mad. Oh, it looks Ooh. so good. I just got chills. Uh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that is Yeah, this is going to be a good one. You know what? Honestly, though, I can't help but to think every single time I watch one of these one of these episodes with any of the Real Housewives, I'm like, dude, that this all this drama reminds me of like my high school days. You know, when <laughs> girls are just constantly going at it. Like, I don't know how these women who are in their 40s, 50s, 60s are still going at it that hard. Like, I was so ready to get out of high school for that reason alone. That now I'm like, I could not imagine. Oh, like, I totally could. They're that. getting paid six figures to do that. Yeah, I would money, money, and Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I would I guess do that, that could immediately. Put me a little at ease. Yeah, because <laughs> I guarantee these women wouldn't have these problems with each other if they weren't getting immediately paid for it. That is true. But I, that is, I mean, and I guess I, get, I mean, at the end it. of the day, you could be like, well, you know, getting paid money, but still, I don't know. It's just. Ugh, I, I love them. And some people really thrive off of uh, drama. That's, I mean, yes. I feel like you have to thrive on drama in order to... I feel like they only have like one person per cast that's like, I don't like drama. I try and stay out of it. Ugh, and then the rest I, of them are like, no, 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 no. We live for this. And I hate the people like, oh my gosh. So Teddy Mellencamp is back on this season. She's pregnant. Good for her. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> she's the most boring like housewife te- You don't like Teddy? Ever. No, I hate Teddy. I hate her on screen, off screen. She is so boring and yet so condescending. Yeah. She's, she's a just little like, annoying, but I do. I like Teddy. No. Oh my gosh. I hate her. She's like, I'm an accountability (laughs) coach. You have to be accountable. But then when anyone's telling her, but she's stirring the pot, she's like, what? Me? No, I'm just a normal girl. I'm just normal. It's like, no, you're not. You're John (laughs) Mellencamp's daughter. You're not normal. You're rich. Own up to it. Also bring me some style. Her, her style's worse than mine and my style's garbage. So like step it up. Uh, If you're in Beverly Hills, I want to see some Fendi. I will say, I will agree with you. I feel like, especially Beverly, uh, Beverly Hills, like I, I want to see super rich, unnecessarily glamorous to see someone that looks pretty average on there. I'm like, Meh. unless you're like Denise, Denise Richards, who literally shows up to all of these functions and like jean cutoffs and a t-shirt because that's just wild. But she's I'm Denise here Richards. For that. Yes. It's hilarious. Like she can do that. But the rest of them, like I want them to, I do appreciate when they look like they just had a shopping spree on Rodeo Drive. Yeah, that's why Erica Jane is still on the show. She really doesn't bring anything personality-wise anymore, but she brings looks. Yes. yes. She's so, bougie. She bougie. She is 
very bougie and I'm obsessed with it. Um, speaking mm. of Beverly Hills, kind of, uh, now that Lisa Vanderpump is not on Beverly Hills, which I actually don't miss as much as I thought I would, we, uh, get a lot of her on Vanderpump Rules, and this week's Vanderpump Rules was all about Jax and Britney's wedding. It was a two-hour-long special, and I have to say, I didn't care for it. But what a, what a horrifying wedding from start to finish. From start being that Jackson and Brittany are getting married, which is going to end in absolute disaster sooner rather than later. Oh, and no. I, I mean, he cheated I know, on her I, right yeah. before with, with an elderly woman in the room. Like that, that feels like a crime that we really haven't explored enough in the world in the world of Vanderpump Rules. Oh my but, gosh! Yeah, it was. It was. That was the first season I'd watched, and I immediately went back. After just the first episode ever, I immediately went back and watched all of it from the start because I was like, these people are doing something that other people are not on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we finally got Brittany and Jax's wedding. It was at the Kentucky Castle. We've been there for what seems like an eternity. We finally got to watch them get married. But what I'm excited for now is, according to the mid-season trailer that just came out, now we get to stop pretending that Jax and Brittany are a good couple together because this entire season and all last season, everyone's been walking around them, like tiptoeing around them and and being like, oh, well, you know, they're in love. We can't wait for their wedding. You know, Like we haven't <laughs> seen all of this before. So, but the mid-season trailer is starting to show maybe a little crack in the marital bliss. And even Kristen says, Jason is gone. Jax is back. Thank God. They're doing. I don't know. I can't keep up with them. I just can't. <laughs> they, they're they drinking and yelling at each other. And I, I'm just sick of pretending that this is a good pair and that this is some kind of fairy tale wedding when it's incredibly dystopian. And uh, yeah. Oh, there it is again. Those words. Dystopian? Come on. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll keep it coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> but in the mid-season trailer, this... we've got we've got Brittany crying, who she's like, I don't want you to start going back to your old ways. And and Jax is telling Stasi, I'm thinking about my wedding. It was so quick. Did I do the right thing? It's like, yes, bring me back into the darkness. This is not a show where anyone is doing the right thing. I want to watch people make mm-hmm. bad decisions under some kind of like tequila-induced haze. Well, Jax is your person <laughs> for that, so He's, oh, he's number an one contender. He's such a nightmare. Say, they're great for that. He is. And like, I really do feel bad for him that he lost his dad. But ever since his dad died, he's been using it as a shield for pretending that he's Everything. been a totally different person and that he's like, he's a good guy now. He puts the prayer emoji in the cross emoji after all his tweets, despite the fact that they're like, homophobic and biphobic and just messed up in general. But he's a good mm-hmm. guy, and it seems like the producers and the editors are like, listen, we all know that he's not. Let's get back there, and let's stop. I'm sorry, Brittany, but like your princess bridal shower is not doing it for people. We want to watch you guys fight <laughs> drunkenly. Yes. Does he, does he still Again. do those therapy sessions? Like, the, with the, remember, this no, might be the a little Reiki. dated. Yeah, the yeah, Reiki do- coach. Do you remember that? Like when he would oh, yeah. do those, like, and he would, they, they were virtual and he did them all the time. It was, okay, I'm sorry. To, and I'm all about, you know, uh, counseling and getting help when you need it and things like that, 100%. But that seemed 
really weird to me, right? Oh, well, no? it's really tough because Jax has been to so much therapy on camera, and I'm the same as you. Therapy is the best. Everyone should be in therapy. But the way that Jax does therapy is um, openly lying to his therapist because we watch Well, it. then it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. We're watching his therapy sessions, and the things that he's telling them is not what's happening in real life. And I'm like, <sighs> it's not going to work, buddy, if you're lying to them too. But he turns on his little sociopath charm and Golly. and tells them whatever they want to hear. It's fascinating. He's a fascinating person. He's a fascinating person. <sighs> I, again, just beg to question how much of this is the producers, how much of this is them. I mean, I literally have driven myself crazy trying to think a thousand times when it comes to reality TV like this. Like, how much of this is him and how much of this is producers? He is apparently exactly like this. Everyone that I have heard from is like, no, he's a real monster. And him on social media, it's like, oh, my God. Like, it's bad. Oh, it's real bad. He's horrifying and he makes no apologies for it he'll never apologize for anything he's done he he said at his bachelor party or the the bridal shower or whatever it was he's like wow you know man it's crazy because i've i've screwed over every single person and they're still here at this party right now it's like yeah you shouldn't be proud of that dude they're here because they're filming not because fully aware oh yeah he's (laughs) fully aware just that he doesn't feel bad about it because he is, in Ooh. my opinion, a sociopath. <laughs> yeah. But that's that the kind of people really I want to watch on TV. I want to watch sociopaths. I mean, they make for great television, honestly. Let's be real. Absolutely. The train wrecks always do. They really do. So I'm excited to see the collapse of that marriage. Jax, congratulations on your wedding. Brittany, congratu- congratulations on your first wedding. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> Now the uh, guess is how long will they last? Oh, my God. Well, you know, I go two ways. It could be either be within the year that they break up or because Brittany has been so steadfastly, I'm not going to say loyal because that has positive connotations, but entrenched with him that it could be just forever. They're just clinging to each other regardless of the horrible things that he does to her. Mm. Yeah, yeah, right? That's positive. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> going, down a, going down a really dark path. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, I feel like I got so serious for a second. <laughs> like, the human in me wants to genuinely just care about these two. And Don't. then I remember that there's an element of television, you know, that's involved. And then I snap back into it. But there for a second, you have me going down that human, like, tunnel of like, oh, man. Like... We listen, need to help these people. <laughs> listen, it's it's so far away from our responsibility to help these people. I struggle with that myself, being like, how much do I view them as a character? How much do I view them as a person? And right. then I realize, and then I compare how much money they're making with their problems. I'm like, yeah, eh, they're fine. They're fine. They can figure that out themselves. Get a good therapist. I mean, get off TV. Again, can you imagine signing up to be a server at a restaurant and then them one day coming in and be like, hey, we're shooting a TV show here. Guess what? You guys are involved. Could you imagine Oh, my that? gosh. Could you imagine? Especially in your early 20s, I could have turned into such oh. a monster if they put me on TV in my, Dude, when I was 21. I don't even know where my – because I used to live in L.A. Like, I don't even know where my life would be if that was ever an opportunity. I used to bartend out there. Like, yeah. oh, 
That's, Especially you get rewarded for being an alcoholic and yelling at each other. Yes. Very quickly <laughs> nice. becomes your personality. Just saying. Yeah. It's positive reinforcement. Good for them. Good for Good them. For- <laughs> <laughs> what a conclusion God. to come to after that conversation. Good for them. Good for them. I'm proud of them. Good for them. <laughs> All right. With we that, are proud of you. We are proud of them. With that, let's go on to our pop culture picks of the week. Now that we've ended on a positive note with those people. <laughs> Um, I'll start just cause mine, cause I want to, I don't know. I'm talking already. So why not? Um, I've had a lot of caffeine today, guys, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> Work from caffeine, home is like caffeine at home, twiddling her, her thumbs, drinking loads of caffeine, thinking about the bachelor, the bachelorette and all the real housewives. That's a hundred percent what I'm doing. It's a very manic state, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, the other night, so a lot of, uh, comedians and musicians and stuff like that since we are all stuck um they've been doing putting on instagram live concerts and shows and and john legend and chrissy Teigen did one the other day that was an absolute delight they are so much fun to watch together chrissy's hilarious john is so incredibly talented uh so i watched that almost that entire live concert and you know there's really nothing better to do so it was a really fun little reach out. I know there are a bunch of other musicians and comedians doing it in the future. So that'll be a fun thing to watch along for. And, uh, mm-hmm. and if people are interested in watching those, there's a ton of them. So that's my little pick nice. of the week. Nice. My, uh, I, um, on a, on a positive note as well with everything going on, I, I, I think it's pretty awesome that, um, a lot of the retailers right now, uh, you know, like the Walmarts, Targets, et cetera, are have carved out um specific times for the elderly to shop um oh, i think so cute i know i well i think it's needed and necessary and i Much think it's necessary necess- necessary to get stories like that out there too um so that you know that they know that that exists <laughs> so mm-hmm. um i think uh that's pretty pretty awesome that you know the, the free markets in some way can come together with stuff like that. And hopefully more uh, more things like that will happen, um, you know, where people who might be disabled or uh, elderly can get a specific time to to get what they need during, during you know, something like this is probably going to last for a few months. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. that is pretty good. And if I'm, you're a business that still doesn't need to have people coming in, that is having people come in, how dare you let people work from home? <laughs> Yes. Agreed. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I'm kind of on that note too. I like, you know, in, in the midst of all this craziness that's going on with the pandemic, like it, it's really nice to see celebrities coming out on social media and being positive about it and like giving fun ways for people to be entertained, you know, during this time. And and I'm right there with you, Jameson. I love that certain, you know, grocery stores are making time for the elderly to come in so that they can safely shop. Um, and I also love, I mean, we did a story, you know, with pop culture that uh, Costco and Aldi are opening up their doors, giving people jobs, you know, because we know a lot of people right now are out of jobs. So I, just as a whole, I, I love seeing the world kind of come together in this very, like, crazy time to, you know, help each other out, lend a hand to one yeah, another and, and kind of yeah. put others before yourself. I think it's so easy for us as Americans to be extremely selfish because we just have that very we have that luxury here. We have everything at our fingertips and it's very easy to, to put ourselves first, but to see other people putting other people before themselves is just, it's, it's nice. 
So. Yeah, positive celebrity like influences like <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens. And the- oh, my, well, okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, I knew you were going to bring that up. Listen, oh my God. Okay, Vanessa wait a Hudgens. Second. What, what was that? What was She's that? So dumb. Out of, out of, out of, I'm sorry, but out of context, yeah, right. No way. So the background is Vanessa Hudgens did an Instagram live in which she was like, uh, why doesn't everyone just get coronavirus and then people will die and then we'll just be able to go outside and go to Coachella, basically. And then she was like, that was taken out of context, which it was not. And it was the yeah. No, it was not. She was like, well, people are going to, she was like, people are going to die anyways. So in this like, weird baby kind of voice. Inevitable. She always does it, though. I've never been a fan of her. But the funniest part about it is that people are now coming out and being like, I'm sorry, why did we ever like Vanessa Hudgens over Ashley Tisdale? Because Ashley Tisdale, you know, they did a TikTok video together um, just before her Instagram live video went completely viral. And Ashley Tisdale is, like, over here doing, like, choreography from High School Musical. And then Vanessa Hudgens is off saying that people are going to die anyways. So now people are, like, comparing the two, and it's just kind of funny. But, like, listen, I'm all for de- defending a celebrity being, like, completely scrutinized by the public. But when you just flat no. out say that, like, that's, so that's stupid. just one of those <laughs> things you that you that? don't say. Well, yeah, like, number one, like, you can think that all day. Also, like, don't think you that. Say that? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I'm not. But, like, don't. The, you, come on. Let's have she says at the end of it, those. she's like, maybe I shouldn't be saying this. It's like, yeah, Vanessa, you really shouldn't. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, but Change again, your like, life. Nobody can control what you're thinking. But the fact that you came out and said it, like, girl, friend, let's uh, let's reevaluate. The person who sent it. The person if you who said want that to a me, positive like, message to go with, go with Matthew McConaughey's message. Check that out. That's the stuff Ooh, right there. Love him. I love, I love him. him. I I just whenever someone sent me the video of Vanessa, I was like, I need every <laughs> audition from now on to be a dramatic <laughs> reading of that monologue because every oh, single part of it yes. is wild and so funny because it's like gets bad. It gets worse as it goes on, and then ends with like. Well, in what I want to know. <laughs> Is because she was drinking wine in her TikTok video with Ashley Tisdale. And I don't know the timeline of like when they shot that versus when her Instagram live went up. But like, I kind of wonder, like, had she been drinking? Was she a little intoxicated? I mean, she hasn't blamed anything on alcohol, but I'm like, was she just intoxicated and didn't really care? Well, I got something to say. I got got something to say to that because uh, the quote is when the wine goes in, the truth comes out. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is yep. true. Yep. So true, Vanessa, true. LOL. Well, sorry, I just brought her up out of. I just had to. I've been thinking about it for like forty-eight straight hours. I was. It feels like forty-eight up, straight hours. I was like, I'm glad that you did because I was like, I was gonna bring that up, but I was like, no, we'll just veer away from that for for today. But no, it's yeah. it's very much a thing. But Let's everyone else, her. a lot of a lot of other people seem to be really coming together, and it's a very nice positive thing. Yes, yes. There's lots of nice positive things. Sorry to bring up like the negative part of it, but I'm not sorry because it was super funny and how dare she. Okay, so don't forget to follow popculture.com. We've got all your up-to-date news. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Anna Rumor. And I'm at Jameson G. Brown. And I'm at V. McGonomy. Uh, rate, review, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, where Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to your podcast. It's not like you have anything else to do, so go through some of our <laughs> backlog and listen yeah. to it. We got plenty of stuff for you and uh, leave us a review because we would love to read it. So we'll talk to you next time. We'll still be here. Let's go! 
It's the most all-star studded challenge ever. And this time, it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.